0: The following is a paid program on 600 WREC.
1: Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Make your plan, let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Our general topic is how to use the advantages of the 100% Rural Housing Loan or Rural Home Loan. Call us while we're live today, March 19th, 2022 at 901-535-9732. Is the U.S. Rural Development 100% Loan the solution to you becoming a homeowner? Today, we will be looking at the pros and cons and unique advantages these programs offer homebuyers. We're going to be giving examples of how others have used the USDA Rural Development Program and some other services and help the USDA Rural Development offer. And in the studio, well, via hotline, (laughs) for the very first time on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we welcome David Corwin of USDA. He's the Deputy Director Lender and Partner Activities for Rural Development in USDA. David, your career with USDA began way back in 2009, and you have experience with several agency programs. And in your current role with National uh, Headquarters, you direct the efforts of marketing, training, outreach for lenders and partners in the Single Family Housing Guaranteed USDA Loan Program. Take a minute or so to introduce yourself and talk about what rural housing uh, does for the real estate industry and for their customers, David.
0: Yes, thank you. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on the show, Uh, Joe and Pat. (laughs)
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) Yes, thanks for having me and getting the show to share important information about our program. And as you mentioned, I have worked in several agency areas because we do (laughs) do more than just housing. Uh, our agency can essentially build a small community from the ground up. Uh, we have loans and grants available for infrastructure, utilities, electric gas, broadband, uh, local government, buildings, equipment, police, fire, rescue, medical education, nonprofits. Uh, and from my from my own experience with nonprofits, it's a range. I've done refrigeration equipment for food banks, a theater, homeless wow. rehabilitation center, <laughs> even equine therapy for autistic kids.
1: Oh, that's uh,
0: we've. Have- Business loans, and of course, what we're talking about today, housing, and we do both multi- and single-family housing. And we also have a direct—we aren't going to be talking so much about that today—but we do have a direct single-family housing lending program too, which is a subsidized program and income restricted to low income.
1: Right.
0: Uh, but the guaranteed program that we're discussing today, uh, and it's very similar. People can just picture it the same as FHA or VA. It's another government program that private sector lenders can use. And, of course, the big selling point for the lenders is the backing, 90% loan note guarantee on the mm-hmm. original finance amount. Well, you know, so the lenders have a lot of protection to protect their exposure in case of a
1: loss. Well, David, you have so much. I just wanted to point out before we keep going here, there's two branches of USDA financing. And there's the, the direct program, which is when you're, I think it's very low low income uh, restrictions, but they go straight through USDA And then there's the guaranteed branch, which you can just go to your lender and do a traditional loan like David was describing. And uh, David, thank you so much for being on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're going to be hearing a lot from you a little bit later, but I want to tell a quick story just so that our listeners can kind of get an idea of how the USDA Rural Development Loan works. I want to tell a quick story about Jerry and Janie Jakins. Uh, they, it seemed like all they did was just work and pay bills, never getting ahead. And just as they would get a raise, the landlord would raise the rent again. And they put together plans to move out of the city and try to buy a house in the county closer to their family. But the Jakins had very little money saved. Janie told me, she said, I just want out of the city. If Jerry and I can buy a home close to where some of my family lives, we could relax on our patio at night, breathe the fresh air. Jerry could go fishing down the road with some friends of ours. I mean, they really, really wanted to get out of their apartment. The rate, the the rent that was going up every year. The first lender they talked to said they needed to save over over fifteen thousand dollars for you know co- uh, closing costs, down payment, and all that to get a house because it was a seller's market and no one would pay uh, their closing costs for them. And it just seemed like their dream of owning their own home was doomed for another day long into the future. Then one of their family members connected the Jakins with me and we started exploring areas they wanted, uh, where they wanted to live and discovered that the homes in that area were eligible for the 100% USDA Rural Housing Loan Program. Well, the Jakins income, well, it was, it was within the acceptable guidelines for USDA. And since USDA required no down payment, Janie and Jerry had enough savings to cover the closing cost on their own. Now, David, this is, and Pat, this is something that is unique to USDA, and I was telling the Jakins this. I said, we don't know what the house is going to appraise for, but if it appraises for more than the sales price, you can actually add in the closing cost, reasonable closing cost, up to the amount of that appraised value. So, hey, you may have a bonus at the end here. That's just such a real money saver. <clears throat> it is. And of course, you don't know what it's going to appraise for in the beginning, but this would allow the Jakins to keep more of their hard earned savings for emergencies or for just fixing up the house after they buy it. Well, when we compared the FHA, that's another government loan, with the Rural Housing USDA loan, Janie and Jerry felt very proud of themselves for finding and choosing that 100%. USDA loan. Now, not only did the USDA loan get them into their home with 100% financing, but the upfront fee added to the loan was only 1% of the loan amount instead of the 1.75% added to FHA loans. a major. Yeah. And the monthly fee with USDA was quite a bit less than FHA too. So, hey, not only were they getting in for a better deal on the loan terms, but they were going to get to Smell the fresh air out in the country when they moved and in. And their
2: lo- note would be lower because of that lower fee.
1: You're absolutely right. And they would have more equity in it because of the lesser fee on the front end. So all, it was all good for Jerry and Janie. But you can use the USDA 100% financing to purchase a primary residence for a, a, your, your home your, or a condo. You can buy land if you're going to build on it right away. And you can even do a man- manufactured home. You can also use the USDA Rural Development loan to refinance your home as well. Now, vacation homes investment program investment homes are not not allowed on this, um, and there are some household income restrictions. The property's got to be in an acceptable area determined by the population. David can tell you a little bit more about that. And income-to-debt ratios are stricter on the USDA loan than other programs. There are some pros and cons to using the 100% USDA loan program, which we plan to cover later in the show. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Hey, let's, let's do it. Let's make the deal happen. Connect with me. We can explore some financing options, jogarner.com. But right now, let's take a minute. David, we're getting ready to go to break in about a minute but can you kind of give us a quick overview and, and what we're going to talk about when we come back from break?
0: Sure. I'll give you the quick highlights. You already covered some, obviously the 100 percent, so no money down. And that's on the appraised value. So if the appraises is a little higher, you can roll in closing costs or repairs. Uh, and the appraisals can be completed as is or as improved in case you do want to roll in some repairs. Um, and as you discussed with the fees, too, lower fees, the 1 percent and 0.35 annual, Uh, flexible underwriting criteria, no credit score requirements, and we allow for non-traditional credit. Uh, The ratios of 2941 can be exceeded with compensating factors and through our automated underwriting system. We have no CLTV requirements. So what that means is we allow seconds, thirds, down payment assistance programs, anything like that. As long as our loan is in the first position and doesn't exceed 101% of the appraised value, Um, Nothing else really matters there.
1: Okay. No Uh, asset required. uh, And David, I tell you what, you've got such good stuff. We're going to go to break. Uh, We'll come back, and we're going to pick right up, right where (laughs) you left off. I don't want to miss a thing, David. But you're on uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I'd love to be yours. You you can uh, find me over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage in the Memphis area. But uh, anywhere your journey is, I'd love to be on it with you. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, David Corwin of USDA will be talking about some of the loan programs that could be the answer to you getting the home that you want. Pat Goldstein of Cry Like is going to be sharing some tips with us also. So we'll see you guys back in just a moment.
0: 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS, 1788. Licensed in Arkansas, 23921. Licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788. Licensed in Tennessee, 10942646. Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018. Equal housing lender.
2: Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with All Things New in Cargillville, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner.
1: All right. Yeah, i okay here in small town. Small town, USA, US, USA. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking about how to use the advantages of the 100% rural housing loan and uh, we've got in this, well, not in the studio live, but on hotline, we've got David Corwin of USDA out of uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. David, how can we talk, how can we reach you if we want to talk with you?
0: Uh, you can reach me by email, which is simply my name, david.corwin at USDA.gov, or my team, which is in charge of marketing and training for the program. At this one's a little more complicated. S-F-H-G-L-D, which stands for Single Family Housing Guaranteed Loan Department, dot LenderPartner at gov.
1: Okay. And,
0: and that's your uh, <laughs> potential applicant.
1: Awesome. David Corwin, and that's spelled with a C, C-O-R-W-I. And we're so glad to have you on, David. And uh, we are going to do something we like to do every now and then. It is the Talk Shop Business Tip for Real Estate Pros. And a talk shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate and business or health and wellness. So talk shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors. For more about talk shop, go to TalkSHOPPE.com. Uh, for our talk shop business tip today, we have talk shop realtor Pat goldstein with cry like realtors and pat you're known as the gold standard in real estate and you serve your home buyers and sellers in west tennessee north mississippi I've heard so many good things just raving fans you've got some raving fans pat goldstein uh what is our talk shop business tip for real estate pros today well thank you joe for those nice words um
2: Rural development is a really wonderful opportunity for someone to get into a house with very little money. And if you will go to www.rd.usda.gov, it will give you all kinds of information. Click on housing programs and that will take you to the income limits, the areas served, although you have to kind of work the the system to get through to that, but you can call Joe or me, and we can give you more information on how to hone down to what you're looking for. There's so much wonderful information, and if you're wondering if you can qualify for USDA, uh, or if the area that you want qualifies for USDA, then go to that website. Again,
1: www.rd.usda.gov. All right. Well, Pat, thank you so much. And if you, if to make it easy, you just go to Google and, and Google uh, USDA property eligibility, and it's that easy. It'll take you right to the tool. Well, I guess I could have gone the easy way, couldn't I? You could. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, Pat, how do we contact you? You can reach me at 901 606 2000. Well, thank you, Pat Goldstein. We're going to be hearing more from her, but right now I'd like to pivot back over to David Corwin. Uh, he's the deputy director, USDA Rural Housing, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. David, we were talking about the two, two uh, programs for USDA. One was direct, which is the lower uh, income restrictions, but you go straight to USDA for those, and you've got a plethora of programs available for, for people in that income bracket. And also there is the other branch, which is guaranteed. It's called guaranteed USDA. And that's when you go to your USDA, any lender that c- carries USDA, I do, others do. Uh, and you can get um, programs uh, for, for that. So, David, let's keep talking about, uh, let's pick up where we left off.
0: Sure, sure. A uh, couple of the other highlights I uh, just wanted to squeeze in there that uh, this is not restricted to first time home buyers. That's a common misconception. Uh, there's no purchase price cap. Whatever you can afford qualifies. And you can buy existing or build new. And we do allow stick built, modular condos, and manufactured housing. Now, the two main criteria to be in the program, as you uh, did touch upon there, is that it is income restricted. And the property has to be in an eligible rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tool, the tool you and uh, the tool you and Pat were mentioning, where you can check out areas, it, it's really interesting to go on there because you'll see how much area is actually eligible. Um, it's you know every person's definition of rural can be a little different, but you'll see over ninety-two percent of the land mass in the United States is in an eligible area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go to populations up to thirty-five thousand. So what you might be thinking of rule is, oh, i got to live out in the middle of nowhere. No, uh, small towns, um, suburbs of certain areas. Uh, So, again, you just go on the map and look around, you'll see just how much is eligible. And as far as the income restriction, yes, the household, you do have to be under 115% of the median household income. Uh, But once again, when you look at the numbers there, almost four-fifths of the U.S. population fits that criteria is under 115 percent of the median household income well tells you a little something about the income disparity
1: yes <laughs> it is and I've got some more information about that I can share for our local listeners in Memphis but um, you talked uh, earlier about off the air about single closed construction and uh, manufactured homes and things like that so let's let's jump into the some of that David
0: Sure. Um, Our single-closed construction program we've had around for a few years now. Uh, It's still just uh, ramping up as far as usage out there, but it's a great program that we tried to take the best of all the other programs out there um, to make something usable for everybody. The great part about this program is, just like it says, it's one closing. At that initial closing, when the signatures go down, before shovel goes in the ground, our loan note guarantee, our 90% loan note guarantee, is in effect, so everybody's protected. Uh, the builder, the lender, uh, real estate agent gets their commission right at that signing, so it's it's great in that sense that everybody is covered no matter what from the signing. And now, the great benefit for the applicant is that both options we have, we have an interest only and in a securitizable version. Uh-huh. So what those are, payments are being made during construction. For the loan right either interest only payments or a full piti payment principal interest tax so, and insurance your full so, regular payment
1: so they have a choice which full, way they want to go yeah
0: they have a choice which way they want to go and mostly the lenders are deciding which version they want to use and that they're going to um, make an offer for right but in either of those cases it doesn't have to come out of our applicants pocket because you can escrow for those we allow that to be rolled into the loan Wow.
1: Yes, that's so Those great. payments
0: construction. Yeah, because we let's face it, we all know if you're going to do construction, how hard is it to keep making your rent payment or your mortgage payment and have to pay, even if it's interest only, that's still a lot of money to be paying extra each month. So by allowing this to be rolled in, now our borrowers don't have to pay anything out of pocket, and you can do up to 12 months of payments rolled in.
1: Well, that that is that is really good to know, David. And we've got about uh, we've got a couple minutes and a half before we go to break. Can we get jump in talk a little bit about the manufactured homes? That's like your your mobile homes yeah. and modular homes and things like that.
0: Yes, we do allow manufactured and brand new. We allow that's a part of our program. We allow brand new manufactured homes. They do have to be put on a permanent foundation on land that is owned. Uh, so, of course, it can't be in a rental situation in a trailer park or anything. Right. So, on land you own, put on a permanent foundation. Um, the restriction would be that it has to be a minimum 400 square feet. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we just coattail off FHA guidelines that it has to meet the HUD handbook, uh, the 4960.3, as far as qualifying. So, it, the typical qualifications for that. Now, we do have a pilot program going on in about half the states of the country, including Tennessee, where existing manufactured homes that were built January first, two 2006 or newer are also eligible for financing.
1: And we're going to talk a lot more about that uh, too in weeks to come, and that is so good to know because right now there are so many people I know in certain areas, other counties around, that uh, that's a big demand, David, is for that, and I appreciate your uh, talking about that. And you also have some other programs have got. A, well, we're getting ready to go to break, so we got about 30 seconds left. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to try to ask you a few more questions before this show is over. But um, to uh, on on some of your direct programs, because I think they'll help people, like for repairs for for people, you know, elderly people and things like that. You have some tremendous offerings there. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Call me. I would love to hear your story. 901 482 0354. We have Pat Goldstein, who is our gold standard realtor in the studio today. And Pat, how do we contact you? 901 606 2000. And uh, the short form of how to contact you, David.
0: David. Corwin, C O R W I N, at USDA.gov.
1: All right. Well, we'll see you guys back in just a moment.
0: 600 WREC at 92.1 FM.
1: You're listening to mortgage expert Joe
2: Garner, author of the book Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want. And she's got a golden nugget for us today. And you can order her book at jogarner.com. So, Joe, is there
1: still a way to buy homes with nothing down? Absolutely there is, especially for primary residences. There are 100% loan programs still out there. There's down payment assistance. Even if you're buying a real estate investment, you can use... OPM, other people's money in in combination with a loan, and that is how you buy for nothing down. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. I'm Mary Lou Novak from Home Helpers in Memphis and the Mid-South area, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Fresh, fresh air and uh, nice green, fresh smelling, and not a lot of city noise. <laughs> Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about how to use the advantages of the 100% rural housing home loan. And I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours, and you can connect with me at J O Garner. Dot com and in the studio we have pat goldstein who is the gold standard in real estate for you if you want to buy a house or sell a house this is the lady to do it she works in west tennessee north mississippi pat how do we contact you you can reach me at 901 901- and on our hotline for the first time on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we have David Corwin with USDA, and he's out of Pennsylvania, but he is in the national headquarters, so he knows a lot about what's going on right here in West Tennessee, North Mississippi, Arkansas. David, how what is the short version on how to contact you?
0: Yes, you can reach me at david.corwin, C-O-R-W-I-N, at USDA.gov.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, let's jump into some some of the financing pieces of USDA. When I have callers into the mortgage office, they have a lot of questions about how this 100% loan works, how it doesn't work. And so I'm going to answer a lot of those questions right now. Earlier, we told a story about Jerry and Janie Jenkins. And how they struggled so hard to um, pay their bills. And every time they would get ahead, the landlord, because they were renting at the time, would call and raise the rent. And it just put them far behind, further and further behind. And they had been told by another lender they'd have to have a lot of money to get into a home, and then when I connected with them, we were able to explore this 100% USDA loan. They were buying a property in an eligible USDA area, and just not having to make a down payment allowed them to get in for the amount that they had saved to cover closing costs and things like that. But uh, the property, if you're thinking about doing a USDA or you know someone that is, needs a 100% loan, the property must be in a rural area, not so densely populated. And as, David, you said earlier, it's not living out in the boonies necessarily. I mean, you may be able to live in a small town. I mean, it's lightly, uh, lightly populated. And you can go and just Google USDA property eligibility. It's that easy. You know, there's
2: some areas just on the edge of Memphis that are qualified. Yeah, that's exactly. I had a listing right, but kind of between where Tennessee meets Mississippi.
1: Uh And it was in a populated subdivision, and it qualified. It's still qualified, right. So you'd be amazed at where some of these properties are, but just go to, you know, call your lender, call me. I'll be happy to check with you, but just go to google and google usda property eligibility you can get right into that tool put the address in and it will tell you whether you're eligible or not Uh, the property is uh, for primary residence not for commercial use so you're not going to it's not they're not going to do a loan on a working farm or anything like that or any commercial industry going on there you can work from home but you know if you're as long as you're not running an enterprise out of your house and it can't be uh, go ahead david take a
0: clarification there joe Uh, Uh just that Again, we've defined it as the property has to be residential in nature. So having a barn on the property can be okay. Again, you said not an operational farm, but maybe you want to raise some horses or chickens or something. And that's fine. Uh-huh. Outbuildings are fine. And Doing a business out of your home, it depends. Like running a daycare, you can do that out of any home. That doesn't make the property... Not residential in nature, or if you cut hair out of your home, so certain businesses are okay as long as the property is residential in nature.
1: That is so good to know, and David, I'm going to keep this podcast and you guys out there, especially if you're a realtor, you need to keep the recording of this podcast to play back to your lender. So, <laughs> thank you, David. That opens the door for so many of our listeners, David. But the uh, they're not sure. going to do uh, vacation homes or investment properties.
0: Correct. Has to be your primary residence. Correct. You are allowed to own one other home in certain circumstances.
1: Right. In certain circumstances. That is correct. Well, the main
0: circumstance, that other home cannot be financed by us any, in any our direct or our guaranteed program. And the property you're purchasing with us has to be the primary residence. You're not going to live in the other property. And of course, you got to qualify with the other payment on you too.
1: Right. That is good to know because that has not always forever been the case. So um, that's Correct. good to know, David. We're, we're learning a lot of new stuff about uh, USDA and what we can do with it today that we may not have been able to do with it um, a while back. But the borrower is a borrower. You have to have the ability to repay. So you have to qualify to, to um, pay the loan back. You have to have stable income, but again, uh, David, I believe USDA is a lot more liberal on that than some of the other loan programs.
0: I I think we are. Honestly, we're probably very similar to FHA in that regard. Um, There's little nuances here or there where maybe we're a little more flexible than them and vice versa. It just depends on each given scenario, but it's pretty similar.
1: Right. And then you have to have acceptable credit. And most lenders will uh, require a credit score of around 640 or above, but that can vary according to the lender. Income to debt ratios. Now, you guys are a lot stricter on the income to debt ratios, David, with USDA and rural housing uh, than other programs are. Uh, For instance,
0: no better than me because I know you run loans every day through FHA, VA, or conventional. So I don't know comparatively. I know we are flexible in that. Sure, ratios can go. I don't know what you'd say considerably higher. I know with our GUS program, I've seen them go up to forty-five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know higher. Maybe mm-hmm. at, we're not told how GUS is programmed. But
1: and <laughs> GUS for those of you out there in the listening audience is the government underwriting system. It's a software system that. When we put the credit in and the uh, loan application information, it goes through its uh, its system and it, it evaluates risk layers, and that determines whether they'll let you have a higher lo- uh, income to debt ratio, or uh, it will say, yes, it's approved, or no, it's not approved, and that kind of cues the lender on which step to take next. Uh, and to answer your question... FHA will sometimes go up to 49, almost 50 percent a lot of times on the income to debt ratios, but rarely do I see that with USDA. Normally, they'll hold us around 41 to 43, maybe 45 in some cases percent debt ratio, and that's your house payment, the total house payment with the taxes and insurance and everything, plus the minimum required payments on your other debt divided into your gross income uh, if you're a W-2 employee. So, uh, also, the borrower does not have to be a first time home buyer. Now, um, USDA in the past discouraged multi- owning multiple homes, but I'm, I believe you're saying, David, that now you could own another home under certain circumstances. So we need to explore that with your, with your lender, and please call me if you're interested in this loan. USDA has a maximum household income limit, which is determined by the location of the property so depending on where you are the household income does can exceed it cannot exceed 115% of your area's median income and if you need to know that give me a call 901 um, 482 or jogarner.com we can explore that with you and they uh, consider household income all adult household members over 18 years old even non-borrowers if they're living in the household, we verify their income. Is that still correct?
0: Yeah, and that is the unique thing about our program, which it just it's, makes it more important you go to someone experienced like yourself, Joe, who knows the rules, because, yeah, it applies to every adult in the household. And the reason being, because this is an income-restricted program through the government, we can't have situations where a husband wife decide well we'll just put one of us on the loan so we meet the criteria because together we make too much money no we we that's why we have this rule in there that every adult in the household counts toward that limit to make sure you qualify regardless of if they're on the loan or not
2: hey david i have a question about that if you have say a 16 year old 18 year old living at home with a part-time job while they're going to school does that count as an adult's income
0: uh, one would count that anyone even it doesn't even have to be the child maybe the husband or wife are a full time student for full time students you only have to count the first four $480 of income the reason being because we allow that $480 deduction for a child and therefore and so even if yeah whether they're still in high school with a part time job or if they're in college with a part time job living at home they're still a full time student so only the first $480 of income would count.
1: Wow. That's okay. good to know, David. Woo, this is hot. This is good stuff. I'm keeping this podcast. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> uh, for Memphis MSA that includes North Mississippi and uh, Eastern. I mean the Arkansas area. You know the Memphis MSA. If there's one person in the household, moderate income on the guaranteed loan is ninety one thousand nine hundred. Right now, this this is March the um, the nineteenth, two thousand twenty two. Uh, two person, two people in the household, still the same. If you have five people in the household, it's 121,300 household income. So those are where we are today on that. Now, advantages to using the USDA Rural Housing Loan, it's a zero down payment. So a lot of times that's the difference between you having the money to close or not. And if the appraised value is higher than the price of the home, you can include reasonable closing costs, into the loan up to that appraised value, which is very big plus for, you, uh, for USDA over other loans. That's huge. The mortgage insurance is lower than what you would pay using an FHA loan, so that's a plus to the U- USDA. Now, there's a couple of disadvantages to the USDA Rural Development Loan. Only, um, let's see, uh, mortgage insurance remains on the loan for the life of the loan, but each year the rem, it's the remaining balance on that loan times i think it's 0.35 divided by 12 months so it's less so uh, that's
2: better than fha which stays on forever and doesn't change right
1: well we're getting in the okay. weeds here but you yeah, call me and i can i can <laughs> i have a little program i can run for you to show you all of that there are household income restrictions on usda and there are stricter guidelines on the percentage of the house payment to income to debt ratios than than say fha and some of your conventional loans, but remember that story about Jerry and Janie Jakin earlier in the show, and the big plus for them was that they needed help getting into the home. They didn't have the money to close. They had okay credit, not terrific credit, and because of that and where they wanted to buy, the USDA loan was the winner for them. It made the difference between them buying today or having to wait for maybe a year or two down the road to save the money. Remember, their rent was going up every single year. So this was a way for them to get out of the rent trap and get into owning their own home so that every month they would make a payment that went toward building their own wealth. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And uh, in the studio, we have Pat Goldstein, who is the gold standard in real estate. How do we contact (laughs) you, Pat? 901-606-2000. And David Corwin, how do we contact you?
0: It's uh, email at david.corwin, C-O-R-W-I-N, at USDA.gov.
1: All right. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment.
0: 600 WREC at 92.1 FM.
1: Hi, I'm Miranda Griffin with Healthy Mid-South in Memphis, Tennessee.
2: You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner.
1: Where the green grass grows. Okay, today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about how to use the advantages of the one hundred percent rural housing loan. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. This is so exciting talking with David Corwin of the uh, the home the headquarters. Um, David is with Rural Development USDA, and David Corwin, how do we contact you?
0: At David dot Corwin, C-O-R-W-I-N, at USDA.gov.
1: And Pat Goldstein, who is our gold standard realtor in the studio today, how much? How do we contact you? 901-606-2000. All right, and I would love to hear from you guys. If you want to call me directly after the show, I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to get in here and start exploring some financing options that you can use, 901-48203 five, four. We're going to do something now we like to do every week. The real estate tip of the week. And I believe Pat Goldstein, you have a real estate tip of the week for us today. I do. I've been hearing for several years people
2: saying, you know, I think I'm going to wait until the prices come back down before I buy something. And that Doesn't seem to be happening. The prices are continuing to rise. And according to economists, we're going to have another year, maybe two years of the continual rise. Maybe not as fast, but prices are not going back down anytime soon. And in addition to that, interest rates are starting to go up. They have, Uh, yes. The Fed raised the rates on on St. Patrick's Day, and they are not directly tied to the lending rate but they still have an effect yes so if you are thinking of buying don't wait until the imaginary lowering of the home prices because you are going
1: to end up paying more both in interest rate and in home price Well, you know, as we always say, we don't have a crystal ball up here. Nobody does. But it's in the shop. Yours is in the shop. Yeah. It's been there for years. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to get on those repair guys. But (laughs) (laughs) But I will tell you that what we do see are many, many millennial households emerging that are on the ramps, waiting to get into home ownership, Generation Z. And we have um, a lot of pent-up demand still out there. So the reports I'm seeing are forecasting that uh, the housing market is going to remain robust, even though the rates have gone up over a point, well over a point, just in the last few months. It is not. Uh, it's not. I mean, the the demand for housing is not abated. You do have some people that are turning around and going back and saying, "I can't. I can't afford this anymore because the price is high and the rates are higher." but you've got plenty of people who are still getting into homeownership. And one reason for that is because it's even more expensive to rent than it is to own right now. Rents are going up just astronomically. David, what kind of tip do you have for us?
0: Well, based on what you're saying, what you're talking about right now, you're right, it is competitive out there. There's a limited housing stock, and everybody who's uh, – tried with a government loan knows it's it's really hard to get your government uh offer accepted so just keep in mind that single closed construction program and there's also a facet of that a rehab repair so an existing home that maybe needs extensive repairs it's not livable just yet it's just like our single closed construction our loan mm-hmm. no guarantee offered before the work's even done so both of those programs are great solutions when there's just limited inventory out there so again, go to our website and find an find an approved lender. We have a list on there. You want to use a lender who has experience, like yes. Joe, and realtors who have experience, like Pat, with the program. It makes things a whole lot easier.
1: Well, thank you. thank you, David, and you also. We don't have time to get into it, but you also have a fantastic program for um, senior citizens who have uh, low to, low income senior citizens who need repair on their homes. So if you're in that category, you know somebody. Give me a call. I can connect you with the right people but we want to say thank you to talk shop our sponsor of real estate mortgage shop talk shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate business or health and wellness talk shop meets every wednesday nine o'clock central at concord career college 5100 poplar avenue first floor in memphis that's the clark tower you can also join on zoom just go to talk S-H-O-P-P-E dot com, that's talkshop.com, and click the events tab. You can get right into our event link there. This Wednesday, March the 23rd, 2022, 9 to 10 a.m., we have Mark Ruhlman of Ruhlman Asset Management and Planning. He's going to be presenting Inflation Nation, and I mean... (laughs) I had an excerpt on, on uh, audio. We don't have time to play it, but I want to tell you Mark is known as the great communicator. He sees ahead what we're headed for and how to prepare for that. Whether we head into uh, continued inflation, stagflation, or um, gearing up for other events, you need to be at Talk Shop on Wednesday, online or in person, to hear Inflation Nation. Mark Ruhlman of uh, Asset Management and Planning. Talk Shop wants to thank sponsors Kim Halyak of Cooper Young Garden Walk for her financial support of our business community. Join Kim Halyak of Cooper Young Garden Walk at their seventh annual Cooper Young Garden Walk extravaganza that's coming up May 21st, 22nd 9 a.m. cooperyounggardenwalk.org. Talk Shop says thank you to Joe Rook, Director of Healing and Wellness Ministry at Church of the Harvest in Olive Branch, Mississippi, for her financial support of our business community. Joe Rook will be leading the Healing Conference workshop April 8th through the 10th, 2022. You can go to jorook.com for more information. I want to shout out to Janelle Holloway of eagle hollow enterprises janelle is she is truly a caring person who can help you with medicare questions and other health benefits she truly cares she's knowledgeable connect with janelle holloway and uh, you can reach her at eagle hollow enterprises i think that's.com or.net but call me i can connect you with janelle salute to our university of memphis basketball team during march madness go tigers and subscribe. You can get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcasts with show notes. We'll even throw in the pictures, right, Pat? Wow, that's a bonus. <laughs> that is. <laughs> you can do that uh, at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. And I want to um, give you our quote today. The quote of the week is from Cut... I mean, I'm sorry, Cute and Country. Cute and Country. And it says... <laughs> Those who have not seen a morning in the country don't know what a good morning is. How about that? And, you know, that's right. It's so clear
2: and sunny and beautiful without the city fog and there you go. smog or whatever it
1: is. <laughs> Where are you living, Pat? <laughs> anyway, not, in the country. <laughs> not in the country. Well, David, is there anything you wanted to add before we start ending our show today?
0: No, I just want to thank you for having me on today able to share the information about our program and uh, I hope a lot of people learned a little bit today and can now go get a home.
1: Well I appreciate you coming in and uh, from the great state of Pennsylvania. I've spent time up there too. It's beautiful, beautiful off of uh, Highway 81. I've been through Harrisburg and um, wishing you the best for the weekend and Pat Goldstein I believe you're going to go out and be showing houses today in the Memphis MSA. All day long. And I'm going to be doing some loans. So give me a call after the show, 901-482-0354. And uh, we thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Today, we were talking about how to use the advantages of the 100% rural housing loan. Give you know, Get our podcast on Monday at jogarner.com. Thank you so much. And we've loved hanging out with you. We'll see you guys back next Saturday.